Welcome to Scientific American Mind, the magazine about thought, ideas, and brain science. You will hear five fascinating articles in this issue. You'll find out how sexual desire and orgasm are similar in men and women, and how intimacy involves more than heightened arousal. You'll learn how humans actually identify a familiar face and interpret facial expressions. You'll discover how we hold unconscious cliched beliefs about social groups that influence our actions. And you'll learn about a disorder involving a preoccupation with imagined or barely noticeable defects in personal appearance. But we begin with our cover story, The Social Psychology of Success, about new research that explains why people's performance on intellectual and athletic tasks is shaped by awareness of stereotypes about groups. You tried so hard, but you failed. You did not pass the test. You performed poorly in the interview, or you missed your project goal at the office. Why? Is it that you were not capable? Or could something more subtle and worrisome also be at work? As it turns out, research shows that such performance failures cannot always be attributed simply to inherent lack of ability or incompetence. Although some have jumped to the highly controversial conclusion that differences in attainment reflects natural differences between groups, the roots of many handicaps actually lie in the stereotypes or preconceptions that others hold about the groups to which we belong. For instance, a woman who knows that women as a group are believed to do worse than men in math will indeed tend to perform less well on math tests as a result. The same is true for any member of a group who is aware that his or her group is considered to be inferior to others in a given domain of performance. Whether it is one that appears to tap intellectual and academic ability, or one that is designed to establish athletic and sporting prowess. Just as women's performance on spatial and mathematical tasks is created by and appears to prove the stereotype of their spatial and mathematical inferiority, so, too, the sporting performance of a team of long-failing underdogs will tend to live up, or in fact down, to its low expectations. The social-psychological research that has uncovered these effects is an important development of theoretical work initiated in the 1970s that focused on issues of social identity, looking at how people see themselves as members of a particular group and what the implications of this are. More important, however, social identity research examines not only how we both take on, internalize, and live out, externalize, identities that are shared with our peers, other members of our in-group, but also how these things can change. This research helps us to understand the debilitating consequences of sexism, racism, homophobia, and the like, as well as to identify ways of addressing the problems they cause so that human talent and potential are not neglected or squandered. Part of the story here involves recognizing not only the stereotypes that can promote failure, but that they can also lift a person's or group's performance and be tools that promote social progress. Understanding these dynamics and the processes that underpin them enables us to think more productively about the conditions that allow ability to be expressed rather than repressed and that foster success rather than failure. Stereotype Threat In the past decade, such issues have been put on center stage by social psychologists who have been researching the phenomenon of stereotype threat. The impressive body of work they have built up demonstrates not only that such underperformance occurs, but also that it is especially common for individuals who are aware that their group is considered inferior to others. With, with